0: The population at large, such was their lack of faith, but the old monk knew it to be true. The Supreme Master himself could—well, it was wrong to be proud of one's accomplishments. After all, what were they compared to the Enlightened Ones? And he had overcome pride altogether. Addressing the problem in Brother Huto's letter had been the first difficulty of the day. Difficulty, too, had just disembarked at the monastery's wharf. Sister Morima— Botahist nun, acquaintance of forty years—could it be that many?—would grace him with their presence as soon as she finished her bath. Days like this were sent to try him. The Supreme Master had always hated surprise visits. That was one of the many beauties of the monastery on the island. There were almost no visitors at all, let alone any coming unannounced. His mind drifted back to the report from Brother Huto. What was that ass of an emperor up to now? The old fool had lived on past all predictions. It happened sometimes, and not always to everyone's advantage. The only benefit of this emperor's long life was that he did not leave a mere child to follow him, which invariably meant succession struggles. But then, the heir was no prize either, and not friendly to the Bodahist order. Well, the Brotherhood had plans, and plans could be adapted to changing situations, just as one adapted one's strategy at the Guy Board. Bodhahara taught patience as a principal virtue, and the Supreme Master adhered to the principal virtues whenever possible. The old monk let his eyes drift over the design set into the opposite wall in polished woods. Such a perfect pattern, abstracted from the blossom of the septfoil, one of the ninety-four healing herbs. Seven petals within a septilateral, within a circle, the design intersected by the seven lines of power. So simple, so complete, The work of Bodahara was a constant source of joy to him. I am a fortunate man, he thought, and then realized that someone was approaching down the hallway. Sister Morima. There came a tap on the frame of the shoji. Please enter, the master said, his voice the model of quiet dignity. The shoji slid aside, revealing the great bulk of the Bodahist nun, She was dressed in a long, unpatterned kimono, in a most unbecoming shade of yellow, gathered at the waist with a purple sash of the Bodahist orders. Her hair was cut short like a boy's, offering no softness to relieve the square line of her jaw. She was, the Supreme Master noted, tanned like a peasant. Sister Morima, we are honored that you would come so far out of your way to visit us. He rose from his cushion and bowed formally. The nun returned the bow, Though only equally. The honor is mine, Brother Nodaku. To visit the monastery of your sect is a privilege granted to so few. She stopped, as if at a loss for words. As he had planned earlier, the Supreme Master moved his writing table aside, but the nun did not apologize for interrupting. He offered her his cushion and took a second one from a wall closet. I bring you greetings and wishes of long health from Sister Seija, Sister Marima said as the Supreme Master seated himself opposite her. And how is Sister Seija? Well, no doubt. Brother Huto's report had mentioned that the head of the nun's order had recently returned from her annual pilgrimage to Manarta, the place of Lord Bodhara's birth, and the old nun was slowing down noticeably. She is as constant as the river and as supple as the willow wand, brother Nodaku, a continual inspiration to us all. He always found this ploy of hers, using his common name, disconcerting, as though the initiate Nodaku had suddenly been caught impersonating the head of the order. That is good news, sister. Do you have other news you can share? We are so isolated here. She flashed an amused smile. I've just returned from the island of the Barbarian, brother. I'm sure your news is more recent than mine. The Supreme Master remained silent, but the nun offered nothing more. Lifting an ivory hammer that sat before a polished bronze gong, the monk asked, Cha? Thank you, yes, brother, and some food, if it is not too much of an imposition. She bit off the last words. The Supreme Master almost laughed as he tapped the gong. He knew the nun's weakness. Brother Nadaku indeed. Footsteps sounded in the hall and then as a knock was heard on the screen a second set of footsteps joined them. "Please enter," the supreme master said with understated authority. The face of-